And hello, everyone, and welcome back to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast coming to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Will. Will, how are you today, sir? I am fine, John. Bright suns to everyone. Hope we're all doing well today and this week. Uh, well, I am. I am actually pretty, doing pretty good. So uh, before we get started, uh, a quick little thing. We have a huge announcement concerning the show later on at the end of the show. We're going to make that announcement. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, but before we get started, of course, also, of course, we are part of the Red 5 Network. Uh, go to red5network.com for more information on all of the shows on the Red on the Red Five Network uh, hashtag Red Five Family, all that fun stuff. Anyway, so we are continuing our look through the women of Star Wars. Uh, we are in what is this week four? Uh, We've done Leia, Ahsoka. Leia, okay, so three week three. Three three okay. And today we are, we've done a princess, and this week we're doing a queen. Mm-hmm. And a queen senator. And a senator, yes. Yes. Padme Aladala, of course, brought to the screen by the lovely and talented Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. I, I just thought about this. I was like, I can't remember her name. I know her name. Yes. Natalie Portman. Um, uh, yep. And voiced by Cat Tabor in the Clone Wars. Yes series as well so. yes yes um i mean you know padme you know if, let's get initial thoughts of the character and then we'll kind of break down kind of her journey through the star wars universe and some things that i want to bring up of some i don't know if be might be controversial things to talk about with her but we'll get to that whenever we get 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 to Specifically, episode two and episode three. Uh, okay. Good evening. Good evening. And oh, what are we doing here? Hello. Okay. Yeah. So Padme. Uh, okay. So Padme Neberi, right? Is that uh, ne- or... Padme Neber Amadala? Neber, right? Ne- I think that's how you pronounce her yeah. name. Neber. And. Uh, you know, obviously, most uh, notable, you know, the vast majority of people that are, you know, casual observers of Star Wars would know her from episodes one, two, and three, the prequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, had a very um, active uh, story, to, stories being told via comics and novelizations. Did you read any uh, of those? Of those, uh, I never read, even when I was reading the Star Wars books. Um, I never really read a lot of the prequel books. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I might have read like the novelization of episode three and a few others. Um, You know, and we'll get into my, you know, we we might do one on some of the books sometime, but I really, my, most of my reading was done pre-prequels. Okay. Um, You know, the early, you know, the, um, you know, like you know, the Thrawn novels, the right, right. Um, the X Wing stories, the the new the New Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, 
Um, yeah, I didn't really read much. I mean, I did read the, uh, I think, episodes one, two, and three novelizations. Yeah. So there was a slight expansion on that. And, of course, if you watch some of the deleted scenes, particularly episode two, you hear, you see a lot of uh, Padme's family. But I guess yeah. we could start it right from when we first meet her as mm-hmm. viewers, which would yeah. be, uh, well, <laughs> what's kind of fun, uh, I do like the way she was introduced in the sense that um, you saw her and then sometimes you didn't see her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> as a, uh, you know, as we find out later, uh, the it is quite common for a queen on Naboo to have handmaidens mm-hmm. that not only serve the role of, you know, kind of ladies in waiting and assistance to the uh, to the queen, but also serve the role of bodyguard and yeah. body double, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of fascinating. And and I gotta say, and upon first viewing, um, you could have fooled me. Oh yeah, the entire time that was. I mean, you talk about you know big reveals, um, you know, and I just obviously it's nowhere uh, nowhere near the "I am your father" reveal. No, no of course not, but. The reveal that um, the queen that we've seen all the time was not Padme, all was right. not the queen. That was like, when I first saw that, that threw me for a second. I'm like, oh, I didn't, that, okay, that's surprising. Yeah. Uh, but a, a shout out to Keira Knightley. Yes. For that role. Yes. That was and amazing. She, and I think she deserves, at least from the introduction of, of uh, Queen yeah. Amidala, I think she Although deserves- I do have to say, I do have to question the voting public of of Naboo yeah. for because the queen is an elected as an elect is it's stated that's an elected for voting in a 14 year old girl as head of state. I that's you know I uh, I guess you know yeah, that's one of those I mean she did a, she did a, oh she did a, I mean a, a decent job I suppose but still you know. you know, I mean, maybe fourteen-year-olds on that on that boo were like you know twenty-five-year-olds on other planets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't so know. In uh, terms of in terms of you know mental and emotional maturity, um, so yeah, so maybe. you have this. So you know, right out of the gate, you have this uh, character who's you know kind of under attack and mm-hmm. is dealing with the uh, taxation of trade routes and the. Uh, you know, little uh, the the blockade basically. Uh, All the fun, of, sexy stuff that we love. That's great in Star Wars. <laughs> Taxation yeah. and trade yeah. routes. But, but you know, then you know they fly down with ships and battle droids, and they kind of take the city. So you're gonna, all right. I get the gist of it now. Yeah. So uh, you know, they take her captive. Um, <laughs> she's trying to you know legitimate to legitimately uh, fight them via the the correct way through the Senate. Mm-hmm. And of course, you've got uh, Senator Palpatine, who's from Naboo, who's, um, you know, being the two-faced. Do you remember when you first saw it? Did you know? I that- knew only because I'd read the books, and okay. I knew who Palpatine was. Right. Because I, I, was- I, I heard the name, and because you know, I've reading the books and knowing, oh, yeah, Palpatine was the name of the emperor. So when I heard uh, Senator Palpatine, I'm like, hmm. I think that was one for people who maybe didn't know. Like, yeah, for me, to... I knew. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's Palpatine. I mean, I just knew, I think, from from two things. From the fact that, you know, I studied and learned all about the background. You know, the the uh, I, I read the credits. I was one of these people that read the credits to this, the original trilogy of Star Wars because I was so fascinated at who, was, who made this movie. And it said 
you know, um, Ian McDermott as Emperor Palpatine in the credits. Mm. Or sometimes it was the Emperor, but eventually at some point they started saying Emperor Palpatine. They never say it in Return of the Jedi or in Empire Strikes Back. They just say the Emperor. But in some of the, some of the, uh, not so much novels, I didn't read a lot back then, but um, just maybe the storybook or the, the action figure. Um, oh, I have read, yes, Facebook user, I have read Plagueis. Fan friggin' tech, mm. I agree. Great. I wish they had made that. Uh, canon just because it's such a great story but it's a it's a great piece if you never read it read it it's fantastic but anyway um yeah i do believe they said palpatine on maybe even the action figure or something and then um, yeah so when it came up i was like blown away like oh wait wait a minute i know where this is going i know where this is going yeah and uh so so but anyway he's on there he's kind of being like a typical politician and you know and very two-faced to Amadala. We don't know that right away. We just think that no. he I mean, he's he seems like a stand-up guy. That like, yeah, like it's like a gentle old man kind of. Yeah. Well, in that movie, in that movie, episode one, maybe more like a gentle middle-aged man who was. Uh, hey, hello, hello. Hey, Luna girl. Um, and hello, uh, you know, it it was um, it was interesting to see like you you just put you dropped her right in with this crisis. And kind of like they kind of like in a parallel beat they did with Leia. So, well, the one thing I wanted to bring up really quick, and while we're while we're at this point, is the you know I think a lot of people look at parallels between Luke and Leia and Anakin, but let's look at some parallels in how they act between Luke and Leia and Padme. I mean, which one of the twins do you think has more Padme in her, in them? I would say Leia. I think really, Leia. see, I would say Luke. I'd say oh, really? Luke has a lot of Padme in him. Okay. I think Leia. I think it's it, the division of how they do of how they do it. I think Leia is much more reactionary than, at least as we go on. Leia, you know, Luke is. It's hard because you see you do see a lot of of Anakin in Luke, but you also see a lot of Anakin in Leia. True. Um, I I think you see the political side in Leia. I think you see Padme's pol pol political side in Leia, but you see her you see her the way she is with people and the way she react in the way she. Can I think that's a little bit of Luke too? Okay. I think you see Luke. I just, I guess, in some ways, where I where I was saying uh, Leia was that when I think of Leia's, you know, as 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 we have uh, Luna Girl saying about her, the spicy side, yeah. I'm always thinking of like I I think I'm looking at Padme not so much. You know, think about the end of Episode One. You know, she's out there fighting with with Captain yeah. uh, Panaka and on all of their soldiers, they go to the Ascension gun. She thinks nothing of climbing up the side oh, of yeah. the building and she's got weapons hidden in her throne that, you know, mm -hmm. they, they successfully take back the, the, um, Oh yeah. That's throne. definitely Leia. That's a definite Leia. That's, that's definitely Leia. Thinking was, uh, yeah. when, I, when I thought of that. So. I think, that, I think there's a good mix of both parents and Luke and Leia. Like you can see, you can definitely look at Luke, and you can see Anakin. You can see Leia, and you can see Padme. You can see Le same thing with Leia too. Um, right. 
but yeah. So, you know, obviously, you know, they go to, they crash on Tatooine. Right. And then, and then we're getting like this, um, this other side, we're getting more of the, the handmaiden and, you know, obviously, you know, it's, you know, they're, they're, you know, it's not the queen, it's the handmaiden, Mm -hmm. Padme. And, you know, at this point, we're not really sure if Padme, right? I guess we, we're kind of introduced to the Queen, and then we're introduced to Padme. And yeah. it feels as though Padme, and they're, they're like, they're separate characters. And yeah. so we're getting to know Padme really as a as not the Queen. As just Padme. We're knowing her as Padme. Yeah. Um, and, and I loved that there were moments in the, that where, you know, we were just saying, here's this 14-year-old trying to run them, this planet. And there were moments I just remember when, you know, she just gets so annoyed with Qui Gon, mm-hmm. and and I wonder if Qui Gon knew. I think he did because you see that look whenever whenever he she does the reveal. Yeah, on Naboo, you can see you can see Obi Wan has it look like what, but Qui Gon gives that little smile like I knew something was not maybe not that he knew. But he knew something was up. He knew he's yes. like, oh, okay, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. It was like, yeah, I don't know if he knew, knew, but he I knew like that there was something more to, to her. That he saw, he saw right through it, and he's like, yeah. you know, when he looks at her, the queen trust trust my judgment. You should too. And she's like, you assume too much, <laughs> you know. And then like the queen would not approve. The queen's not here or whatever. The queen would doesn't have to know. And she's like, well, I don't approve. <laughs> You know, and she has this little like, 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 kind of like smirk on her face, like, oh, I hate this guy. But um, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, as Padme in on Tatooine, well, what's the the uh, monumental moment is when she, she meets. meets meets this little boy, unassuming, kind of happy-go-lucky little kid who's a slave. Yeah. She finds out, Anakin, young Anakin Skywalker. Uh, and you know she's yeah. trying to make sense of this. She's it, yeah. from a from an a, from a young adult. She's like, oh my god, there's still slavery. I, yeah. I, I don't, you know, she doesn't realize that her world. You know, she did a lot of growing up on Tatooine. That's for yeah. sure. She doesn't realize and, that her her world is a paradise compared to most worlds. Oh yeah. Now. And let's let's just lay one thing to rest here. I know it's I know it's funny for people to make the jokes about. Oh, you know, young Pat, you know, Padme going after Robin the Cradle, going after in, in episode one, there was no romantic tension, romantic feelings at all from Padme to Anakin. Oh, no, no there was none. none. Now, maybe, no. maybe Anakin had a crush, Saul. Oh, pretty girl. I yeah, like her. But, like, are that's, you an angel? Yeah. I mean, and, I mean, and there, that's not, but yeah, no, there was no romantic. Thing between at least at that point you know once we get into episode two then we'll start talking about that which i have a lot to talk about with that um, oh, episode two okay episode, All two, right. episode two and three yes okay. i because there are some warning signs that all right all right hold your horses hold your horses. all right all right let's get through two let's get through two um so, all right. So we are, uh, you know, they, they meet, they um, get to know each other. She's learning a lot about this planet, about this boy. 
Um, she's a little nervous. It seems that Qui-Gon has a lot of faith, and, and she doesn't know if that faith is placed properly in this boy for this pod race. And you know, he's basically gambling everything on the fact that this little boy is going to win this pod race. And it's just, you know, are you sure about this? Trusting our fate to a boy we hardly know. So she's questioning it. And then it happens. The boy wins the race. Even after being, you know, his craft being his pod race being sabotaged and all these different things happening and he wins it, he has his moment. And the queen, or sorry, Padme starts to believe that, okay, there's there, maybe there is more to this, this boy. And, you know, when they, when they take him with them to go back to uh, Coruscant, uh, you know, they have, a, they have a couple of tender moments. She, he, go, he gives her that little to pour a snippet carving mm-hmm. and and he and uh you know you can tell that he's taken with her and that they have a connection that's all it is um they have no romantic nothing like that this is not even on the yeah. radar but definitely. there is a connection definitely okay? definitely and then you know we get a little more of the the queen and there's an even a moment where the queen slash padme has a short moment with pat with the boy with anakin and, uh, you know, we, we will tell, you know, like I sent, I sent Padme on an errand and, you know, she, he's talking to her. Uh, and then it's finally at the, you know, the, the bit, you know, then, then you see her at the Senate. Then you see the mm. queen at, that we now know is also Padme at the Senate and trying to deal with things. And he, you know, she says it, it is clear that the Republic no longer functions. So she's starting to see that fall of the Republic before anybody does. Mm-hmm. And therefore moves on, decides to go back and take matters into her own hands and free her people, free her planet with the help of the Jedi, the two, with the help of two Jedi, uh, Gungan and uh, Astromech unit and a little boy. Sounds like, it sounds like the beginning of a joke. <laughs> exactly. They, they go, they land on a planet and they're going to take over they're going to, they're going to take back their planet and yeah. through a very uh, cool, you know, kind of three part plan. They managed mm-hmm. to, Get yeah. to succeed, and as I mentioned, you know, you see a lot of Leia in uh, in Padme at this point. It's kind of neat that um, in this story, especially in these days when everyone's talking about, you know, the ideas of having more um, heroic roles for women, I really feel that Padme had that going twenty mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah, because you know, while you have the Jedi fighting off to get, you know, fighting off Darth Maul. You know, she has takes her whole team and fights their own battles to get to the throne room without the help of the Jedi, other than distracting them from Maul. Um, and then the uh, Naboo pilots trying to take out with Anakin, you know, reluctantly trying to take out the Trade Federation ship. Yeah. And it all eventually comes together successfully. And mm-hmm. the day is theirs. But or is not, it? oh, yeah, right. But not before. <laughs> Padme, you know, before when we were getting all this thing started to get the help of the Gungans, she reveals herself. It's uh, the big reveal, as you said. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, it, it was a great moment, you know, and everyone oh, was yeah. like, what? I got Anakin looked like, what? what? You know, <laughs> and, and, and I think it was, um, it's pretty fascinating. So yeah. uh, then we get to episode two. Episode two, Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Yes. Now, Ten years later, right? I believe yes, I believe so. It's ten years later. I so just this... watched it. I just watched it yesterday, actually, or hmm. most of it. And you've got 
you know, you've got the and more older, mature Padme and Anakin. I guess Anakin's like eighteen, right? And Padme, I believe like, so, because he was like nine. Yeah, and I think he she was fourteen, so that would make, yeah. make her about twenty-four. So yeah. eighteen and twenty-four. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I mean, right off the bat, there's just fireworks right off the bat, literally. Yeah. As the ship, her ship explodes, uh, you find out that she is no longer the queen; she is now right. a she senator. A senator. The senator from Naboo. Taking the place of the newly christened Chancellor yes. of the Republic, Supreme Chancellor Palpatine. Yep. Um, and you find that there is a bit of a crisis in the Republic. Mm-hmm. Several systems have broken off and are seceding to form the Confederation of Independent States. That's right. And that there is someone who is targeting the senator for assassination. There was an assassination attempt, which, of course, that brings in the Jedi. of, And, of course, the Jedi that are picked to help protect her are Obi-Wan Kenobi and his, his Padawan, Padawan, young Anakin Skywalker. Talk um, about a, 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 a meet-cute. Or you know, or, or a remute meet cute because they uh, they met already, but mm-hmm. it was a different time. And, and and of course, we can tell right off the bat. You know, Anakin is now Anakin sees her differently. He's been he's he's grown older. He's yeah gone through the hormonal things that teenage. I teach teenagers for a living, man. It's like it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> very powerful. <laughs> very very. The dark powerful. side has nothing on hormones. Nope. Not one bit. Not one bit. Um, and you know, at you know, at first, you know, she kind of pushes off the advances of Anakin. Oh, I love the first. Oh, Anakin, you'll. St- oh, Annie, you'll still be that little boy. I- you'll always be that little boy I met on Tatooine. I was like, whoa! I remember Ooh. seeing that in the movie theater, and and it was the first time. It was like op- opening night. And the first, and the, and the whole audience just went, oh, like oh, shot down. Not even yeah. in the friend zone. In the oh. like, you got no chance. Um, but you know, you you definitely see at this part, you start to see her, you know, in a little bit of a different light. You see her, uh, you know, in the Senate, working the Senate angle, um, you know. Uh, but quickly it's determined that she's not safe on Coruscant and that she needs to return home and be under the protection of why the Jelly Order decided this would be a good idea. Uh, Anakin's of Anakin. Um, I, you know, it's like. I don't know what they were thinking. No. I, I, I think that they were completely blind and. Frankly, I think they were. What I would say is, uh, they were. How do I put this? Um, I think that they have restricted themselves so long for so many decades. Some of them that they don't remember what it was like to be eighteen years yeah. old. And I, I think there could have all. It could have also been this idea of, you know, we need to teach him, you know, that he can't have attachments, 
and he can't, you know, relationships like this are forbidden. So the best way to break him of that is to put him in that exact situation. Yeah. And I'm like, he'll get through yeah. with flying colors. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe there is a school of thought that 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 thinks that that's a good thing. But you know. anyway, so now and, you I have. Mean, I mean, I well, first of all, I mean, there has been a lot of discussion about the whole attachment is forbidden kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas you know, you wonder because you know you, you find out later that Obi Wan had his moments, you know, with yeah. what's his, with the Duchess Satine. Satine, yes, and, and so so it's like. You know, you sometimes wonder: Is it like, is it okay for Jedi to have flings, or is it just not okay for them to, to yeah, have? Yeah, I mean, it says you know, I've had I've heard the argument before. You know that, you know, being you know, it's the attachment. It's being in a long term relationship. It's that type of attachment that it's, the physical, like... the physical act is fine. But it's the attachment, like being in yeah. a relationship, which right. is so funny because isn't that what the um, Pado the master Padawan is? That's a relationship. Well, yeah, it is. And I think that there is definitely uh, a little bit of contradiction in, in a lot of that because, mm -hmm. you know. But I mean, at the same time, they explain that they do that to teach that of letting go because eventually the idea is that eventually you have to let your padawan go yes um but that padawan will still always be around i mean you see at the right. jedi temple they're the mat the knights and everyone is all just kind of around so you'll always see you know your old padawan he just won't be your padawan he just won't be by your side right all the time right. but he's always someone you can go and have you know be so yeah it's very confusing um, yeah, it is. And now, well, and then of course, dealing with, you know, Padme and now I, okay. Um, when you just chime in when you're ready to, to, to do your, whatever you're going to do, but, <laughs> okay. uh, so we're moving along here and I guess that, you know, you, they, they get to know each other a little better. Um, there is, you know, definitely Padme starting to warm up to Anakin. I wouldn't say Which, that this, okay. This is where. Um, the dinner scene, particularly. Okay, let's get to the dinner scene. Where <laughs> she's wearing this very revealing dress. Uh, this. Did you? Uh, and you know, for me, and I know I might get some controversy and some backlash for that, but that's that's fine. Um, but as the older person in this relationship, as the person who knew what was at stake if anything was to happen between them both for their for both their professional lives she should have been the one at the very beginning to say we need to put a stop to this um there's a funny me there's a funny little meme or short little video uh of the scene where he's doing the whole scene of like i'm haunted by the dream i cannot you know yeah, and she's smiling, and the, the the joke is you see her under the table pushing the panic button the whole time oh. because you know you know got the big smile, which she should have been. She should have been like, "This guy's a psycho. Get me out of here." Okay, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put another uh, spin on it. Okay. Okay. First of all, I think that I and and you know and I 
I can't say that I always felt this way, but I've I've after rewatching it a few times, and you know, I just watched it yesterday, so I'm, it's fresh on my mind. There's something about the look that she gives him when they first meet up again. Mm-hmm. She is shocked. And at yeah. first I just thought it was a general, oh my God, you've grown, you know, like like you'd see for anybody, for anybody, you'd see. Mm-hmm. But I think now that from that moment she was attracted to him. And I'll mm-hmm. let me explain. I believe, based on my viewing of this, I believe that she took one look at this other Jedi. I, I think she was probably attracted to him right out of the gate. And then her shock was realizing that, oh, wait, this is Anakin. And then she's like trying to convince herself. And, you know, like in the, and that, that next moment that it's, no, this, this isn't going to be right. And yeah. then, then to make matters worse or, or more complicated, she, he says, you've grown more beautiful. And then he stumbles over his words. Oh, for a Senator. I mean, you know, and then she picks up on that right away and realizes that, Oh my, Oh crap. This guy, thinks the same thing like like this one's yeah. attracted to me now so yeah. she's so he's like i'm gonna defuse the situation you always be that little boy i think want to attach yeah let it okay let's let, that'll be it and then you know they go through a little more a little more a little more and um you know then they're starting to be you know next to each other but they have their moments okay and but i think that padme was very much attracted to him mm-hmm. and then was kind of trying to push it push it away herself but i think there is a thing where yeah. you you flirt not so much flirting with him but you flirt with the idea of being with him yeah and i think and do you think she, do you think because we get to the other other scene which i think a, a lot of people look at being kind of troubling and like was this a red flag which is of course the um the scene where they go to tatooine and uh, he confesses of having slaughtered the sand people. All right. Well, and she, she, you know, he makes I killed. And instead of saying, you know, instead of doing this, what I would think would be the smart thing of saying, Anakin, you need to get help. She kind of pushed. She kind of says, "Well, you know, I understand. It's okay. Um, you know, th- I think those are like, especially that one right there. That should have been a big." Uh, which I'll get into episode three about what I like to call of uh, Padme the Enabler. Oh, I I agree with that. I'm not saying like well, I'm just saying I, I'm totally agreeing with that because I think that she was falling heavily in love with this guy. Yeah, and and I think that the strong the strong connection was there. It was very powerful. Okay, and um, <laughs> I'm reading the comment there. Uh, and then beyond Danger that, Will Robinson, Danger, Danger, Danger Will Robinson. I, but what happened was, you know, you got to remember what everything that happened before that. She put, you know, they're in that room with the fireplace. That was that was an intense scene. Yeah. That was a he, and even she finally admitted. I mean, you know, we talk about what she was wearing. I mean, I remember Robot Chicken did a whole spoof on that scene, mm-hmm. and she's saying, "No, no, we can't, we can't." You know, uh, you're, and but in the meantime, she's pole dancing in the middle of it, like, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> and poor Anakin's like, oh, oh, oh my goodness. But uh, anyway, so, you know, they, they get to know each other. They, they, you know, they're rolling around in the fields. He's riding the big, huge uh, pig butt pig things or whatever. And he and it runs over him and she runs to him and they're rolling around. I mean, they were already kind of 
they were just they were flirting with it they were flirting with the idea of romance and then they have that whole scene with the fireplace and then what happens next you know and i always loved like you know he's having his nightmares about his mom so Mm -hmm. things shift a little and then she plays padme plays the role of a concerned friend Mm-hmm. who wakes up in the morning perfectly primmed with all of her hair perfect and makeup perfect to go oh, walk out and see how everything is all right. And his her presence is soothing. And that's when they decide that they're going to go to Tatooine. And, uh, you know, he, they, she, she agrees and they go. And, you know, this whole thing happens. And then... He's confessing that he, you know, he he pours his heart out mm-hmm. to her to her, not in a romantic way, but in a way that yeah. he has to tell her because this is the most important person in the world to him, mm-hmm. and she, he she he needs to make sure that she understands what 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 pain he's suffering here, and yeah. she does, and yeah, I think at that point from the Tuscan Raider moment, like you said, the 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 part where he admits to killing them them all, that you know. She at that point could have could have gone one way or the other way, mm-hmm. but she went the way of, you know, this is my this is somebody I care deeply about. I want to be with this person. I don't, you know, maybe I don't want to be with this person. You know, maybe I'm not thinking in the sense of romantic, but he just she didn't say anything to him. She just sat with him, and she mm-hmm. just was a, a she was just there with him. Yeah, and that's what I think is very telling. I don't think she wanted she maybe she was fearful that she was going to uh, run the risk of saying something that would make her up, make him upset, you know, that would set him off, that would trigger him. So she just kind of kept it to her and then stayed there. And then the whole thing with Obi-Wan being captured, you know, she gets on board with it. You know, she's supposed to be protect. You know, he's supposed to be protecting her. And she's like, well. Then I'm going to save Obi Wan. You got to come with me. And then she kind he kind of likes that, you know, like the spunky Padme, and and they have they go on this little adventure, and then they get all mixed up in all of this, and they just they just it, th- these feelings between them are kind of put on the back burners while they can go and have this little adventure, and then eventually they get captured, and they're sitting there, and at that point there was just this quiet moment, and you know Padme thought this is it, we're going to be killed, we're going to be killed in an arena. So um, I have to tell him how I feel. If I don't now, I'll never know. I'll never, I'll never be able to. So she does. Now maybe, maybe there's a little bit of like I thought. I thought we were going to die, so I told you all these feelings, and then, but you know, sure enough, they have their big adventure. They get out of it. They have the big Geonosis uh, fight. The Jedi come to save the day. The clones come to save the day, and all is right in the world, or at least temporarily. Yoda you know, chases off Dooku and Padme and Anakin run off and get married. Married. Yes. And yes. that's like a, a, a you know, a, a, that's a no, no. There's your, there's your, there, yeah, there's your big, I mean, that was potentially, you know, destroy, you know, not only Anakin's career, you know, life her, as too. a Jedi, but her career too. And it's not like she didn't know what that meant. I mean, right. she was basically raised around Jedi from the time she was fourteen to now. Jedi were a huge part of her of her life, so she had to have known what the Jedi code yep. meant. And 
you know, I think it would have been one thing if they would have said, you know, if Anakin would have said, I'm going to, re- I'm going to, you know, revoke my Jedi vows that I took. I'm going right. to leave the order, you know, and, and Padme would have said, I'm going to step down from politics and we're just going to go off on some random planet out in the somewhere and just live our life. Right. Um, but right. they had to keep hiding it. And anytime you try to hide a secret like that, um, secrets have a way of, of wanting to come out. No, exactly. Exactly. You know, all um, right. And that now, seemed to be the biggest hidden secret there was. Big time. Big time. Yeah. So before we get to episode three, you know, I don't want to go through any specific, but just maybe in general. Um, yeah. Padme did have a presence in the mm-hmm. Clone Wars cartoon series. Yeah. Yes. Um, there were several adventures. There were some, there was actually several storylines that uh, Padme had. Um, you know, some of them were uh, relatively uh, tame and mm-hmm. some of them were a little more serious. Uh, there were a few moments where Anakin and Padme went on adventures together. Yeah. And even some moments, there was even a, an indication, as we I think we mentioned uh, in a previous episode, where with, you know, the one last week was involving Ahsoka, where, you know, we figured Ahsoka knew about their marriage. Yeah. And we figured that that even Obi-Wan yeah. knew about at least maybe not their marriage, but if not the marriage, at least that they were not uh, they were a couple. They were together. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite episodes you know, when it comes to Padme and the clone in the Clone Wars and. I'm horrible with names, but there's one where she goes to a separatist planet because she had a friend who was a sen- uh, a separatist senator. Yes. And they had the some sort of... What's that? I don't remember the name of it either, but I know the one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, because it talks about in episode... I believe it was, it was episode three. There were heroes and villains on both sides. Yes. And this is kind of showing that this is what that meant by heroes on both sides, that... This guy's not necessarily, you know, a villain, and that kind of show, you know, her looking to, like, maybe fighting's not the way 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 out of this. Right. Maybe we find a diplomatic solution. You know, maybe, maybe we know, you know, there's time for fighting, but this is maybe a time that we look for, for peace, not knowing that there was machinations behind the scenes to yes. make us to make sure what was going to happen was going to happen. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, um, you know, she was definitely a formidable presence. She still maintained a, a Senator, uh, a position. And then we get to episode three. And at this point she is, you know, kind of relegated a little bit to the background, mm-hmm. um, mainly in the, in the sense that she, um, can't be going around and running around crazy because she is with child or yes. children. Uh, as we'll find out later. Yes. And uh, she, uh, and now, and we start to get, you know, with, with uh, Anakin, we start to get, he's starting to have these dreams where uh, he's like, where Padme is dying. And, you know, and that's the same kind of thing that happened with his mom. So he's obviously very charged about that. And he starts to get very nervous about, you know, how to, how do I stop this? How do I keep this from happening? And, you know, later on, of course, uh, Palpatine tells him the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise and mm. how he could—he was so powerful and with the dark side, he could keep people from dying. And that, of course, like you know, sparked the interest of Anakin. Really, how interesting! 
tell me more. <laughs> and, and you know, you know, there's Palpatine. And by the way, that scene in the in the ballet mm. without seeing that Anakin. I'm sorry. Greatest scene, greatest like dramatic moment in all of Star Wars. Fight me. I mean, I just feel he he deserves. Ian McDermott deserved at least an, a nomination for best actor for that scene alone. Mm -hmm. I know that it's you know some of it's kind of some of his villainous villainous is very mustache twirly and you know two two dimensional, but that little where he was just starting to pull those strings, telling that story, you know, and it, and he was mm -hmm. just starting to turn. He was this kind old man until that moment. Um, so I digress. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. back to Padme, or and 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 she, uh, like you like you said, she was she was an enabler. Mm -hmm. um, but again, remember that being married to this man, this Jedi, and breaking the whole rule about attachment—that's being an enabler too. I mean, it's oh yeah, thing. definitely, definitely. So you know, so we get so. But again, there isn't much with her. She just she's in she's in dreams, and she's the focus of Anakin's concern. But uh, you know, then Anakin, of course, then the, the tide turns for the worse, and uh, Anakin eventually, you know, makes the decision when when Mace is going to just kill City or kill Emperor. Well, I guess it's Sidious at that point. Yeah. And and uh, he said, "No, he must stand trial." But really, what Anakin is saying, "No, I must learn from him how to save my wife from dying," and yeah. he, you know, knocks lops off Mace's hand. And Palpatine or Sidious shocks him out of the building. I still think Mace is alive. I think we'll be getting a Mace Windu spin, crazy Mace spinoff some, at some point. <laughs> but we'll see. And then, you know, it's that point that all hell breaks loose. Order 66, mm -hmm. the whole Jedi Temple, Anakin killing younglings. And it's poor Obi-Wan has to go <laughs> to talk to Padme about it. And yeah, I mean that's a great, especially if you if you read the novel, and you see one of the scenes that wasn't shot, where he admits to knowing what was going on, right? Or you know where he's and he even says he says I didn't say anything because I knew it. You made him happy, right? Um, that was just to me that I mean I wish that scene would have been put in because that's just heartbreaking that. Well, you knew they, that he knew the whole time. Well, all you have to do is when he said Anakin is the father. Father. That, oh. that, that, that one line indicated all of that. That's why they cut the rest of it out. Yeah. Did, yeah. I mean, yeah. True. Yeah. All you need to do is Anakin's the father, isn't he? And then, and then like, that was oh. it. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I felt so bad. Um, so you deal with that and you have poor Obi Wan and, you know, deal, trying to talk. He has to tell Padme that. Anakin's killing younglings, and it, you know, and Anakin, you know, she confronts him at at her apartment on it, and he just kind of, oh, aren't you cute? You just, you know, you you little senator, you you don't understand. There's one point where he's like smiling at her and like kind of touching her hair, and I'm like, now I'm like, oh, now you're getting creepy, dude. Now you're getting creepy, yeah. Now you are getting really creepy. And but I think like a lot of people who are maybe in maybe not in those type of relationships where you know they're not they're they, you know they're warning you know with a lot of warnings you think you can fix it you know well, I, I think mean, that's what Anakin when when Padme goes to um Mustafar yeah 
it's oh, this it's idea of I can fix him. I I, I can fix him. I can fix him. Well, I mean, that's always the you know. It's like why do why do you know? I don't want to say women. I mean, it could be anybody. You know, but oh yeah. Why, do some, why are some people attracted to the to the bad boy or the bad girl? The you know want to be on the back of the motorcycle, that kind of thing. And I you know I do think that what you, what you just said. I think that there's a. I mean, it could be any any number of reasons. It could be just could be yeah. just be fun. It could be like you know whatever. But it could also be, you know, that there's a psychological thing. Like I can fix him. I can like tame him. I can tame the wild stallion or whatever it is. Yeah. And um, you know, but in this case, I think that yeah, she was running off to Mustafar to warn him to help him. Let's run away from this. Let's let's just let's just get away. Like if I can get him away from this, if I get him away from from the from Palpatine or from Sidious or whatever he's called now, maybe we can have a life. Mm-hmm. And surely enough, we all knew that it wasn't going to happen. I do think that there was. I think, a- I think one thing, and this is something that just popped to my mind, if y'all, sure. is I think with both Anakin and Padme, they wanted to have their cake and eat it too. Oh yeah, they yeah they they wanted they, have- they, they wanted they wanted that life of just being together and being the happy couple. But Padme still wanted her to have her political clout. She yeah. still wanted to have that, you know, that notoriety of being a senator from Naboo and being an Anakin still, he wanted that power of being a Jedi and being right. the most powerful Jedi there was. Well, so, I mean, they both wanted, they wanted their cake. They wanted to have their cake and eat it too. Now there's another thing I was starting to say that, um, yeah. kind of was on a, I think it was maybe some deleted scenes and maybe in the novelization, but there was kind of the side story where Anakin was accusatory of Obi-Wan mm-hmm. and thought that there might've been a little something going on between Obi-Wan and Padme. Padme yeah. Honestly, I I'm happy they did not do that, but I do like the fact that Obi-Wan stowed away on the cruiser mm-hmm. and, you know, not so much that, you know, I mean, you know, Anakin said you were with him, you know, but I think, you know, the way the the way the scene played out, it was more like, you know, Obi-Wan turned her against me and, and, and that kind of a thing. And that yeah. was the that, you know, which was just the thing to push it over because now he felt like he was being betrayed by Padme and so much mm-hmm. so in that that he actually started to do the force choke on her, mm-hmm. which I believe my head canon says that it was enough that she force choked her enough that it did damage mm. you know to to her in some way that it had she just been a normal person without any without two children in her two babies in her she might have survived but but mm. then having to go through the energy of giving birth birth i think I, that those, I don't know i, I don't know if this, yeah go ahead sorry yeah my my other head can is something i've heard before is that um Sidious had a hand in her death that in Maybe. order to, you know, she, he basically pulled the force, you know, the, the living essence of her to save Vader. So it was basically like, okay, I need to you know keep Vader oh. alive. So he using the force pulled her life essence out and put it into Va- to keep Vader alive so that they could put him in the suit and that he was okay. the reason yeah, I mean, that's my that head that's, like that's that. one of my one of my head one of my theories. I've heard I, it. Before. I think I heard it. Before. I've heard it before, but yeah, that's a plausible um, head cannon. I like that. Yeah. Um. All right. So, 
so uh, obviously, you know, she passes out, and somehow three PO gets Padme on board. <laughs> like, to yeah, I don't know. I want to see that scene. I want to see him picking her up. But you know, R two gets him on the you know pushes her on the one like a Laurel and Hardy sketch. But uh, all right, so then you have um, you know obviously the the the, the epic lightsaber duel on Mustafar and um you know cut to the end of that and now Vader is no limbs one hand one 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 uh, artificial hand is all he's got going for him right at that moment Palpatine flies in and rescues him in the meantime Obi-Wan made, with the, what do they go to the Polis Polis Massa or something like that is that what yeah, they Pol- yeah something like that and uh they go to, to she, she's, she's gonna deliver the babies and the babies are delivered and it's one is Luke, one is Leia and they're still good in him which is interesting that I find it interesting that Padme was saying they're still good in him I know they're still good in him and Luke later on was saying that same thing, there is still good Mm -hmm. in him but Obi-Wan never believed it I think from that point, he never believed it so and then Padme says that, and as soon as the babies are born, no more Padme. She pieces out. She pieces out. She's done. And I always thought that was a little bit of an interesting way to go with it because of how Leia remembered mm-hmm. only in this scene. Where, do you remember your mother from Return of the Jedi? Just a yeah. little bit. She died when I was very young. Uh, yeah, she died when you were very young. She died when you were just born. <laughs> very that, young. That pretty young. I don't yeah. think you can be much younger. Um, but at the same time, I thought, you know, I always wondered if, you know, the, through the force, if Leia could just sense feelings and she just mm. mistook him for just remembering her. Maybe she had visions yeah. and she just Possibly. mistook them for childhood memories. And that was yeah. it because she knew she yeah. was adopted by the by Bail Organa and um, taken off to Alderaan, which happens in the in the movie. We see mm-hmm. that. We see Obi-Wan bring Luke to. Owen and Baru on Tatooine, and that ends the prequels. And it, yeah, one and of, of my course favorite... you have the, the 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 one of the final scenes of Vader rising off the table and asking Palpatine, "How is Padme?" And with the with the you know almost a smile on his face, yeah. and, uh, Palpatine telling him that in your anger, Lord Vader, you killed her. <laughs> and I of course, that. we get the. No, which I mean, that just shows the. I mean, people make fun of the no, but if you see what's going on around him, that just shows the power of Vader had. Just the anger of the like things just crushing and breaking, and just just from his pure anger and just. You know, I, I and I and I have to say, I I understand, I I understand the criticism, if you will, or the or not maybe not criticism, but more like people making fun of it. Because, you know, when you consider everything you've ever heard Darth Vader say, Darth Vader has always been very mechanical. And his voice has always been in this low baritone, you know, straight out kind of thing. And it wasn't ever anything that went up in pitch very much. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, he'd get a little angry, and you'd hear his. He he did a lot of it at the beginning of the episode four. You know, Commander, tear this ship apart. I want the, I want them alive. You know, he got a little bit yeah. angry there. But beyond that, 
everything, even when he was choking Admiral Oslo, he's like, you have failed me for the last time. You know, he's very, you know, everything is kind of low pitched. I am your father, that kind of thing. But when you get to this part, first of all, it was so great to hear James Earl Jones again. Yeah. And, you know, after like 15, 16, well, no, what was it? 83 to like 2000, 2005. Five. So yeah. 22 years. The only other time that you heard him, do you ever play the, the, I'm sorry, I'm delving off here. Did you ever play the Star Wars uh, VCR board game? No. Okay. Star Wars had an interactive VCR board game, and it was really cool. And the idea behind it was that it was a board game, and it's basically just rolling and moving around the, the Death Star and trying to, you know, turn off the tractor beam or whatever. And there was a videotape that you put in your VCR. No DVD. It was VCR. And you'd press play, and there would be a little scene play out, and you'd see Vader. And it was a and and, and uh, David Prowse reprised the role, and James Earl Jones did the voice. And I think mm, it was in the cool. mid nine in mid nineties. And he, you know he would run the scene, kind of set up the exposition of what was going on in the game, and then it would just show like a clock ticking down to when I think it was the Death Star heading to Ald- Alder or heading to the Yavin base. Hmm. And you're there trying to dismantle the tractor beam or, or turn or shut down the lasers or whatever. And every few seconds or a few a minute or so, um, the, the screen would disappear and you'd see Vader and he'd say, you, the one who is moving now. And then you'd have to do some kind of a stupid like thing. You have to go back yeah. five paces or whatever. But it was always funny. Like you didn't want to be the one going because if you, if you, if the video came up and you saw Vader, you're like, dang, I got to pay a penalty or whatever. Oh, uh, they did a Star Trek one, too, with one with like a Klingon. It was it was really fun. It was a lot of fun to do. And you can actually still get the game and just and you can find the whole hour long video clip on YouTube. It, it's, it's pretty fun. Anyway, I digress. But, it was, but beyond that, it was the only time you saw you heard Vader and Vader's talking about Padme, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. But you never yeah. really had to hear anguish in James Earl Jones' voice. No. really didn't until this moment. So what else is it going to do? Is it going to go, no. no. Of course it's going to no. be upset. No. Yeah. And, and you're right. He took out like the entire lab and all yeah. the droids. So I thought it was... Yeah, cool. just just amazing. Yeah, just, just very powerful. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I mean, that's the story of Padme. Yeah. You know? That's her, her you know, tra- a tragic... Her Tragic love story gone wrong. I will say that, and 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 you know, had a great um, tragic love theme. John Williams with "Across the Stars," one of his best pieces. Um, and I thought that that was very fitting for their their relationship. Um, I will say that I feel that the action-oriented Leia-esque Padme existed the most in Episode One mm-hmm. and in the Clone Wars from time to time. Yeah. But uh, as far as episode two and three, we really were just seeing the seeds being planted for the marriage, the birth, the attachment, the forbidden attachment, mm-hmm. and of the eventual loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She definitely became, especially in episode three, much more. Um, what's the term I'm looking for? Maiden in distress. Yes, yes. They basically became that. Although, if you think about the end of episode two, um, she had a lot going on there. She was. Oh, yes, with her aggressive negotiations. With her aggressive negotiations, yes. I yes. thought there was a lot of that. That was fun. 
So, so anyway, uh, well, I think that's a good uh, stopping point. I mean, obviously, we're done with the story. Uh, and next week, um, well, who do you think we should talk about next week as we continue our? Oh boy, <laughs> I'll leave it up to you. Oh week. no, my okay. Uh, for the women of Star Wars, okay. So we've done Leia, we've done Ahsoka, we've done um, Padme. Padme. I think I'd like to do. I think we should do a twofer. Okay. I think we should do a twofer. Let's do. Um, let's do Hera. Cinderella, Cinderella and Sabine Wren. Ooh. Okay. My second favorite Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, ooh, there you go. And the only reason I say that is because I think that the, you know the rest. They kind of go together. Yeah, and our women and our women of Star Star Wars now we're getting into uh, a lot more um, ancillary material, and mm -hmm. and I don't really have like I, I don't read a lot of the books. I mean, I you know I'm familiar with some things, but I don't have enough knowledge. But I'm pretty good with them with Rebels, so I think I can. Yeah. Could, you know talk about that so. all right well that is going to wrap it up for the night uh stay tuned till the end of the show for a announcement uh before we get to that will where can people find you well i am okay. running of course my darth tuba star wars unboxing show channel on youtube just search for darth tuba on youtube and you can find it and i just um, I've got a few. In addition to doing unboxings, I um, do a couple other fun things. I've actually crafted, used, did a craft pumpkin uh, jack-o'-lantern of a First Order Stormtrooper, which I do. Every, I like to do like a holiday kind of theme thing every year. That's got that's going to be going out soon if it hasn't already. And I just had a very quick two-day surprise trip to um, help my daughter with some stuff down in Florida. So we took a quick visit to Batu. And uh, kind of check that out. So that'll be coming out soon. And uh, just uh, best way to reach me is that way. And then Instagram and Twitter at Darth Tuba. Darth Tuba Star Wars unboxing page on Facebook. And email me at DarthTuba77 at gmail.com. Cool. Okay. As for us here at War of the Stars, of course, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you froze up. Oh, there you are. Um, is by emailing us at war of the stars one at gmail.com remember keep sending us those star wars stories that of uh, how you became a star wars fan just remember uh put in the description the subject my star wars story and we will get it up and out to internet world as quickly as possible um also you can get us on twitter at war of the stars one that is the best place other than email to contact us and to have a discussion. We love talking Star Wars, uh, all things Star Wars on there. Uh, if you want to support the show, and this is where the announcement will be coming in to play here in a second. Uh, of course, patreon.com slash war of the stars. We'd love to get your support there. Uh, or you can buy our merch at spreadshirt.com forward slash shop forward slash war of the stars. Now, for this new announcement, we are starting a new little sideshow, I guess you could call it, um, called, we're calling it the 
were the stars outside the galaxy. And that is exactly what it sounds like. It is all the things um, that we are interested in that are outside the purview of the Star Wars galaxy. Uh, it could be anything from other TV shows, other topics that we're just, you know, maybe, you know, they don't fit into what War of the Stars is uh, that we want to that we want to do. Now, here's the here is the interesting thing. So anchor.fm has a new subscription tab. Um that will allow certain shows to be under a subscription banner. Now, do not worry. War of the Stars will still be completely free. However, if you want these extra content, um, and we're going to be working out the details here in the next few next few weeks as we get this set up, these show, these are what these shows are going to be. Um, they are not going to be up in any particular random order. They're not going to be weekly. They're just going to be whenever one of us gets a wild hair up our butts and decides to do a video like this. Uh, they're going to be fun topics, serious topics, everything in between, but it's just going to be a lot of fun. So be keeping an eye out for Outside the Galaxy. Coming soon to War of the Stars near you. Uh, with that being said, we hope you guys have enjoyed the show. And as always, remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Hey, we got three people here at the very end. Great. Uh, Until next time, may the force be with you. Till the spires, everyone.